Good evening, and welcome to a special edition of Harmonics. Today, I have three individuals who are a force in our community and about how they organized what happened March 4th at Chabot College in San Francisco. I have three very distinguished guests, and I'd like them to introduce themselves. Christine DeRios, student uh, and organizer. Monica Carr, um, student and organizer. Kip Waldo, instructor at Chabot College, organizer at Chabot, and participant in the Against Cuts Coalition. In the These three individuals in the last week and a half but, uh, have made some huge strides of what has been going on in the state of California. So we're going to do a little roundtable. We're going to be very relaxed. We're going to be very candid of what's going on. But I'd like to ask Kip, first of all, Kip, um, you organized this. I know it took you a while. Tell us how it evolved and how it came to be so successful at Chabot and San Francisco, if you may. Well, we, we started some time ago, actually, about 2003. Remember, we went? Yes. <clears throat> so we, we've been really fighting for quality education at Chabot, and then when we can link up with other people for a long time, ever since I've been here, because education really is the key to the current period we're living in and our future. And so what we want to do is, when the cuts really started to come down last fall, we began to organize people at Chabot. We had some rallies. The Against Cuts Coalition uh, started at, at Berkeley City College. There were 10 community colleges that came together. Some other people, not, not representatives, but just individuals came who were really furious and wanted to do something. And at that point, we thought we might be able to organize a large demonstration in Sacramento to unite the state, the people of the state, against these cuts. Uh, we were not successful in that because we just didn't have enough uh, uh, statewide organizations. So we focused on San Francisco as being the key political center in the Bay Area. We had uh, a number of unions came on board, United Educators of San Francisco, the AFT at City College, which is a school of 100,000 students. Mm -hmm. um, joined very soon by the California Faculty Association, which organizes the faculty. Uh, in the Cal State system, and that's what we wanted, was a unified stance, K-12 through the universities, rather than each one, each sector going up to Sacramento with a begging bowl, begging the, the legislators for some money. This was really our time to stand up, and we actually, I think, San Francisco represent, ended up representing that. We did have preschool kids through PhDs, all mobilized, and that was the basic idea. Monica, how did you play such an important role? Because I've seen you out there in at Chabot. Let's talk about Chabot first, and then we'll go on to San Francisco a little later on in the show. What motivated you to do what you did, and so so greatly, and so? Um. Well, last year I got laid off from my job earlier in the year, and when I did when the economy was bad, I realized that I needed to do something different. It was just a life-changing thing for me. So I went back to school, and actually through school, I've become a much more successful individual, and I wanted to see other people follow in the same path, become successful in their own rights. Mm -hmm. And when I started to notice these cuts, I noticed in, in school, you know, classes were being cut, um, hours were being decreased. Um, I was actually became a tutor, 
and the tutoring program that I'm in, the learning connection was cut by 40%. And then, you know, when I started to hear these things that students were paying more money, $26 a unit for less resources, I decided that I would use what I had learned in school to be a successful student to help other people um, become successful students themselves. And that's when I became involved. And then last fall, um, Kip had been emailing me, oh, you know, they're doing this in San Francisco, they're fighting against it here, and I was just like, you know what, can we do something here at Chabot, because I feel like we really need to, like, do something here, where we are already, so that's kind of how I became involved. That's, that's so, I compliment you highly, very highly. Christine, how did you get involved, and you are really, like, just a, a dynamite personality. <laughs> you have so much energy, as Monica does. But you are just such a fireball. I watched you during the rally at Chabot. Tell me how you got involved in it and what it meant to you at Chabot to get it sure. organized. Um, well, I've been an environmental and social justice activist mm -hmm. for several years now. Mm -hmm. And I, um, I also took a break from school for a few years and um, tried a few different jobs, which were very unsatisfying and unfulfilling for me so I decided to go back to school and going back to school has literally changed my life I um, have become a better person I have gained more education as far as being insightful of issues that affect me and the world and I felt it was really important to preserve that so that is why I decided to become proactive in this movement here at Chabot mm -hmm. you know you um, all three of you are are such great individuals. Um, I got the opportunity to stand with you guys uh, during our um, our commentaries during at Chabot. What have you, as you felt, Monica, I'm going to ask you first, mm -hmm. when, when, the, when the students were actually talking on stage and how the presenters, what did you feel? How did you, what did that make you feel like being, a, you know, having those speakers? That, well, I'm always really proud to hear um, other people's stories and it's always, not surprising, but it's it's nice to, to be able to listen to people who are able to tell their own truths and their own lives. Mm -hmm. And like, we don't really understand how these things affect other people until they start speaking mm -hmm. about it. And so just to have them do that and realize that together they are struggling as a whole, it's not, I think we tend to have this idea that each one of us is struggling individually, mm -hmm. but really we're all connected in yes. this system, in this society, and we all go through very similar things. And it's always nice to hear from you know single parents um, who are having a hard time, who not only they're coming back to school um, to better their lives, but they're, now their children, um, who they're trying to support to go through school as well, aren't as succeeding or aren't having the same opportunities because of the budget cuts. I'm going to piggyback what you said is uh, we're all feeling the pinch and how we all feel the pinch. Can you elaborate on that a little bit, like how you were saying to feel the pinch? Has has the cost gone for you? Has, has it made you hard to afford your own education so that you want, um, you know, we, you have these cuts uh, and you look at these big administrators mm -hmm. throughout our state that are making so much money. Uh, would you agree that don't you think that we should have their salaries cut <laughs> you know i do agree i think that based on the economy um myself personally it's hard to find 
adequate work or enough work to be able to support myself and still put myself through school. It has affected me personally. I plan to transfer to Cal Berkeley and it's going to be difficult for me to even afford that tuition. It scares me. Not only that, but they're accepting less and less students because of these budget cuts. Um, so I do feel administrators, uh, salaries should take a hit not our education not the future of our state or the future of our country most definitely kip you were uh really the organizer of all this and uh what a fabulous job you did with the help that you have here and the help that you had through a lot of unknown people that are not here today but um let's talk about after we after the speech uh, and all of that. Then we started to board buses. Tell me how many buses you had. Tell me how many people were actually involved in that. We had, what, 330, more than 330 people who expressed that they wanted to go. And then we started to, the realities of life started to hit. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> people couldn't go because they couldn't get off work and this and that. So we ended up with um, four regular sized school buses. Mm -hmm. um, pretty much full, mm -hmm. so each of those hold about 57 people. And then this year, we really wanted to include our disabled students, mm -hmm. so we rented a bus that was just as expensive, but smaller, but it could allow people who are wheelchair bound to come, because mm -hmm. we, we really, if there's anything about Chabot, it's the diversity in every single aspect, but also the inclusiveness in every aspect. Mm -hmm. That's represented in our the support that our classified staff gives mm -hmm. to students, faculty give to students, and students give to each other. Mm -hmm. So what we saw were a lot of people. Yeah, there were a lot of people who aren't here, mm -hmm. people who went out to the farmer's market and leafleted. We had mm -hmm. 11 people out one day. It was cold. Actually, the some of the students were there were just shivering they were so cold. <laughs> yes, but they but they wouldn't they just it i had to pry them out of there to go to starbucks because they were so engaged they were engaging high school students who were coming through mm -hmm. and just the growth that we see you know to me education the classroom is absolutely essential but that's a beginning mm -hmm. when we start to see people like what christine's done monica Julie, Millie, a whole bunch of people who uh, have done and how they have actually acted on what they've learned. Mm -hmm. And also the, just the, the kind of sense of, you know, their own capacity and their own abilities. That's what we do here. It's really preparing people to make this society their society. Most definitely. Not to just be cogs in the wheel. And I'm, you know, if you're proud, I am, I am totally 10 toes. <laughs> I am so proud because I also know how exhausted people yes. were, how much people gave up in this quarter of their lives, that mm -hmm. corner, sleep-wise and mm -hmm. so on. Mm -hmm. But I think we got so much more back. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I want to cover that. When So now we're on the buses. We're getting ready to cross the bridge. And Monica, when you, I, I want to state this too, Monica is also known, she has a little monarch called the Mastermind. I just love that she's called the Mastermind. <laughs> uh, Monica, what, when you got off the bus, what did you actually feel when you actually, your first impression of getting ready to go to the demonstration, how did you feel as an organizer? It, it seemed like it, it came to all in reality. How did you feel when well, you Well, as in an there? organizer, I was like, is everybody here? Uh, did we get everybody here? <laughs> like, because I have that sense of like, 
um, wanting everybody to enjoy it and thinking about other people. And mm -hmm. like when I first got there, I was like just making sure that, you know, oh, everybody has their signs. We're putting signs on the buses, mm -hmm. like just making sure that we had all our ducks in a row before. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, I was like, Ugh. and I've been to protests and demonstrations mm -hmm. before uh, when the war started. I, mm -hmm. I went to a series of them. Um, we'll have to continue that too. And <laughs> yes, absolutely. And um, so when I got there, I was just like looking around and not the, the crowd, the total crowd that was there at Civic Center hadn't even gathered yet. And there was already thousands of people there. Right. And I was like seeing the red shirts mm -hmm. and getting really excited. I was like, wow, everybody's here. <laughs> this is great. And um, and then we got there. I made sure everybody was okay. Kip was calling me, and then after about um, fifteen or twenty minutes, I just said, "Okay." So I melted into the crowd, and mm -hmm. and I walked around with some friends. I met up with somebody who is from SF State, um, somebody the beautifulness who, of a demonstration. Yeah, and it was just great. And I saw <laughs> my anthro teachers. <laughs> I was like, I was so happy to see my teachers. I gave them a hug. <laughs> I'm so excited. So you see, they supported your your your. Your call yeah. uh, and what you did, how you reached out. Christine, tell me about your experience when you got off. I know that obviously you were also on a bus. Um, what was your initial reaction when you, how you, how you felt when you got out there? Um, it was similar to Monica's because we were organizing together. So there was a sense of responsibility of mm -hmm. making sure everyone was together or that we had the signs on the buses. Um, but it was a, a sense of satisfaction seeing the amount of people that were gathering mm -hmm. uh, in the Civic Center Plaza. Also, um, I think it was great noticing that there were a lot of children, a lot of um, yeah. Yeah. your future. School. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the future that is coming behind us. I, and you and, and I know I can imagine what it's like to be a parent of a young child, and it may be difficult to either get out there or to be in. It was cold mm -hmm. that day. It was very windy, and I noticed that there were a lot of children that were very creative, had their own signs, mm -hmm. and um, even some of the news clips, they actually commented yes. up on how the budget cuts are affecting them, and I thought that was really important. Yeah. Um, to show that these these are the the children of they're our future mm -hmm. and it and it's going to affect them greatly. Most definitely. Yeah. I think that sorry. Can no, I you go. Right <laughs> <in>. <laughs> That's um, why you're the mastermind. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that really put a different um, dynamic to that mm -hmm. rally too because. You, we've been hearing so much about this, the college systems and the UCs, but nobody ever thinks about the kids. Yeah. And the kids do have a voice, and they will say what's on their mind. Mm -hmm. And they're smart. We really underestimate yeah. how much they know or understand. Mm -hmm. And I also think that that really helped to, um, to give the rally a much more communal and familial um, feeling towards it. So. Um, Kip, you were um, one of the speakers that represented uh, Chabot, but basically you really were representing the entire situation because that's how you are. You're for the people. Um, how was that when you got announced and you had so much passion and so much energy and fire? Tell us about the message that you sent, but what? how did that feel to you to be up there to actually expound on what's going on? And I just felt so proud of people for coming out and all the people who had organized. This was really a confluence of a lot of smaller demonstrations and you could just feel it. You know, people were really there. They owned it. And, mm -hmm. you know, having you on up there, mm -hmm. Chabot was really represented. Mm -hmm. We had a student classified staff member and faculty there mm -hmm. 
And we should also say Hayward was represented by the angry, tired teachers band, too, yeah. that really that was pretty rocked cool. it and right. kept it together. But standing up there and just looking out and seeing all these faces and just the eagerness and the excitement and talking about really trying to, my goal was to talk about the, the question of funding. We keep hearing there's no money, there's no money. In fact, there is money. There it's is just money, a question, yes. like you're saying with the question of administrators, but on a larger scale, there, this is a phenomenally wealthy state. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, Christine said her father came from France. Chabot, or Chabot, California, has an economy equivalent to that of France. Yes. And we can't afford to take care of our children. Mm -hmm. We're grinding them up like peanuts, you know? Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Chevron alone made $24 billion in profit last year we are this state is home to the largest corporations in the united states among the largest corporations not the largest but it has its share we have 81 billionaires in this state this is a phenomenally wealthy state mm -hmm. and that wealth is just getting concentrated and concentrated we know in our classes i have students who talk to me who are being evicted from their homes mm -hmm. people with kids their parents are losing their homes. People, you know, Monica losing her job. Other people mm -hmm. getting their hours cut and everything. Why should we be have our students? And the community college really is the hub of education in this in this uh, state. Why should our students have to struggle so much to just to be able to focus on developing themselves and have time to contribute to the society? And. So I felt that when I got up there, you know, really it wasn't about me. I was just like one voice mm -hmm. representing something in the same way. And I think that's why that rally was so good. Mm -hmm. There were no politicians. We weren't there to li exactly. listen to head honchos, mm -hmm. people with titles. It was a day of the people. Mm -hmm. That's And I'm gonna expound on that. You talked about it. It was a day for the people. And that's what I think that this energy is coming from. We have to think in terms of that. Yeah. Uh, it is we the people. Um, in our own structure of our own school here, people seem to be so hung up on titles, especially our uh, administrators, uh, that the most important title that anyone has at this table or throughout is citizens. Citizens mm -hmm. now are starting to realize that these guys have been taking advantage of us for a long time. Not just 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 that happened March 4th, but it's been going on for a long time. What I wanted to expound on what Monica said, um, my union, if I could just speak on behalf of SEIU 10 to 1, because I also spoke, we are totally in support of uh, K through 12, and we know the problems. Uh, we are meeting also uh, in session this week, and we're going to talk because you inspired me. You inspired me. You inspired me. And now I'm inspiring my own leaders to go out into the situation. You guys organize it so well. I hope that you're with us on March 22nd. We're going to be uh, organizing to go into Sacramento. But the fight never stops. So, Christina, if you could elaborate on one thing to me. After, after the speeches and, and the things like that, you've, what, did actually, what did you feel after it was all done? I know we had to... You had to go back on uh, back home, but what did you actually feel? How did you did you feel it was peaceful, obviously? But how did you feel? Did you feel that you accomplished what you had to do that particular day? I did. Um, I felt it had the media attention that it needed. 
Um, I actually received an email from my cousin that lives in Maine on the on the East Coast um, a couple a couple days ago, and she said that she had read about the protests that we were having in California. Excellent. And so that made me extremely proud to know that the work that we collectively put in together to really get the information out to the students to to really help them to understand how this was going to affect them personally um, and affect us as a community as a whole. I, I felt the the exposure that we got was very important and I was really proud to see so many people in the community come together mm -hmm. in support of this. Monica, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump that same question. After the day was done, you moved around, obviously you protected all your people and stuff like <laughs> this, and then you melted into the crowd. What did you feel at the end of the day? Um, I think that I felt that sense of satisfaction that you had already stated that you got there. I think that's when I finally was just like, wow, this is great. And I was incredibly proud to see people from Chabot there mm -hmm. and know that I took part in getting them out there. Mm -hmm. And we could hear them in the crowd. And like yeah. coming back on the bus, I was just like, wow, that, that was really amazing. Like mm -hmm. even if all the people that we thought would take the bus didn't take the bus, they still mm -hmm. came out mm -hmm. and they were still there and we were still <laughs> represented. And I was so proud to go to Chabot at that moment. Mm -hmm. Really proud to be a student here. And um, when we were on the bus, Kip had asked people how many pe how many people was this their first um, demonstration, and more than half the people on the bus raised their hands. Eighty percent, yes. at least. Yeah, yeah, it was just like wow, like we really took part in getting people to understand their power yes. in society mm -hmm. and their ability their ability to go out and like I come together. Yeah, I think we all did a really good job of kind of displaying the urgency of the issue. It took a lot of work on our behalf here in, in Chabot on campus yes. to have a table every single day in front of the cafeteria to pass out leaflets, to encourage people to get on the bus, they could get a ride to come to the rally. Um, Monica and myself, uh, we gave speeches in front of several different classes, um, encouraging people to go, <clears throat> excuse me. And, um, we even did a, a quick um, kind of commercial public service announcement. Yes, clip. I've seen that. Very um, well just to do as much kind of uh, outreach as possible in the community, like Kip mentioned, um, going to the farmers market to really let people know that this is affecting our community, mm -hmm. not just our us personally, but our community mm -hmm. and our future as a state. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The both of you are very powerful individuals. Um, what I want to instill in both of you is your students. Mm -hmm. You are the reason why we're here. You are the most powerfulest group that we have on campus. Again, it is paramount for you to, we have to continue this fight. Mm -hmm. We have to get more people on board. Uh, Kip, uh, do you want to elaborate at all on, on your take? Obviously you have, you helped these ladies tremendously, uh, but Tell me, what, what do you see next coming down the line? Uh, obviously, March 22nd is coming. Uh, we got People are uh, getting organized on that. But what do you see? What do you see to keep on letting this become a media mm -hmm. and a, a, a citizen concern, citizen event? Well, I think one of the things when we uh, were riding back and when we arrived at Chabot, one of the students said, who had never been active before, said, I can't believe we have to go back to normal. <laughs> because they had been the energy and everything was so incredible and one of the deans uh, there was a dean with us he said well what we have to do is create a new normal 
And I think what we need to do now, and it's what we began discussing yesterday, is to deepen our organizing, to deepen it at Chabot, deepen it in the community, in different areas, however we can, connect with unions, unions you know, and you have our full rely support. on that, start looking at have town hall meetings mm -hmm. where we bring people together because the question of education involves everything, housing, medical care, it involves really what is the quality of life. Mm -hmm. We can't have quality education and have the society deteriorating around us. We can't have the society deteriorating around us and have quality education. Mm -hmm. So now each of the people who got activated, they've all had more experience, gained more experience, know how to do this. We can step out into different realms, pull our forces together here, first at Chabot, then start moving out. Who do we know at high schools? Who do we know exactly. here and there? Who do we, how do we use our connections mm -hmm. through the SEIU mm -hmm. and other organizations? Mm -hmm. How do we maintain what we've built? Don't just go rally to rally. Mm -hmm. we, will. we will. We will be in Sacramento in such force this fall that we are going to surprise ourselves. Mm -hmm. I was totally surprised with San Francisco. Mm -hmm. I will, am always hopeful, but that exceeded my hopes. Mm -hmm. um, and I expect Sacramento will just knock our socks off. You know, it's just, we will have the possibility, but we, it's not just to go to rallies. All those parents are going to go to PTA meetings. Their kids are going to be with them. We are not going to, you know, we're watching NUMI get closed down. That's absolutely insane. You know, we're watching the decimation of our society. Right, yeah. And we need to have you, you know it with what's happening with the classified workers here, the pay schedule the, that people are supposed to work under in one of the most expensive areas in the country. It's criminal. criminal. So we have enormous potentials. There's, you know, unique individuals like the people I'm seated right, with here. Right. But like Monica said, Everybody is unique. When we had to twist arms, and unfortunately I'm not very popular at the little speakouts we do at Chabot, <laughs> but I twist some arms, get people up there, and Monica was one of the first ones. Okay, we need the person who was going to emcee it, step down. She stepped up. And we see people step up over and over again, and they surprise themselves right. because they have been kept in a box, and now we're all getting out. And when we have that collective force, nothing you're, can you're, stop you're us. Unbeatable. Uh, we're going to have a. I want to have a final word. Uh, do you have anything, a <coughs> little word to say about what you see? I like what you, you said, the new normal, and we had to go back to being normal again. What would you like to say in closing? How, how this is going to affect you in your life or how just, just sure explain. well I just I kind of want to reach out to the community to anyone that's watching this and I just want to encourage them to become more active in their community and if you were a participant in the March 4th rally it doesn't stop there mm -hmm. um, we have to be um, active by whether it's calling your representative or writing emails or mobilizing with other people in your community, it's important for us to demand our rights. And we do have a right to um, quality education. Thank you. Monica, do you have anything to say in closing? I think Christine did a pretty good job. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, 
I think that what I've noticed during this whole thing is that sometimes it just takes talking to people individually yes. and telling them, you know, I know that you're having a hard time, I'm having a hard time too, let's mm -hmm. do this together. And I think if we continue to do that, and also, like Kip said, we can't just keep doing rallies, it's mm -hmm. not, that's not where it stops, we have to go out as individuals and go into the system and try and find more people mm -hmm. to actually do, like, solid things. Mm -hmm. Kip, do you have a final word? Yeah, I think people could contact us. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you have Chabot J at, at Gmail. Mm -hmm. If you don't like to do that, I'll make a wild one. 723-6980 is my office number. <laughs> you can call there if we'd prefer the emails because we'll just telephone is difficult. But we really want to use every single thing. I'll give Christine's. Uh, cell phone, no. Um, but we will, uh, we really want to encourage people. It doesn't take a whole lot. If each one of us does something, mm -hmm. that's how it happens. Exactly. That's the only way society has ever changed. It's the only way it ever will. We're not new, looking for new leaders. We, I'm not for relying on the people in Sacramento. These are going to be the, our that's people right. in Sacramento. That's if right. we can choose people we want to send there, fine. But if they don't respond, we don't need them. Thank you, Kip. You know, today's edition, the special edition of Harmonics was incredible. I'm sitting with three individuals who I highly respect. So the message is out. No more cuts. These people are pissed off. I'm pissed off. So, as you see, you don't always have to be cool to come on my show and wear shades. <laughs> but the bottom line here is this. These people, SEIU students, classified staff, faculty, we're coming at you. The force, the people have spoken and will continue to speak. I'd like to thank these individuals. Thank you for coming on my show. Thank you. And thank you. And just thank you so much. And uh, I wish everybody a good night. And we must, the fight continues. Thank you very much.